Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Yokohama tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. This is Wins and Losses with Clay Travis. Clay talks with the most entertaining people in sports, entertainment, and business. Now, here's Clay Travis. Welcome in Wins and Losses podcast. We are off and rolling uh, as we roll into 2020. Encourage you to check out all of these different interviews. But without any further ado, want to go ahead and jump in with Penn State football coach James Franklin. And, Coach, appreciate you coming on. If I had told you 25 years ago that one day you would be introduced as Penn State football coach James Franklin, your response would have been what? Yeah, I, I wouldn't have thought so uh, for, for a couple reasons. Uh, you know, I said at my opening press conference that this was my dream job, being from Pennsylvania, growing up just outside of Philadelphia. But the reality is I, I didn't really think it would be, you know, attainable. Um, you know, I thought it would stay kind of within the family that had been here for 50 years. So, um, you know, I just, just didn't really feel like it was an option. But, you know, when I, when I had the opportunity, um, obviously it made a lot of sense. You wanted to play football at Penn State. When you were growing up, what kind of athlete were you? And when did you realize it might not happen, that that aspiration might not become a reality? Well, I actually came to camp here my junior year in, in high school. And, um, you know, Jim Caldwell was the quarterback's coach at the time, if I remember correctly. And, um, you know, I ended up, you know, going to a Division two school, East Stroudsburg, had a great experience there, went there thinking I was going to play in the NFL, um, which, which makes no sense now, but went there <laughs> thinking I was going to do that. Uh, I had a really good college experience um, you know, played played in one of those European leagues when I got done, and then and then got into to coaching. You know, really got into coaching as a graduate assistant to get my master's degree, 
Um, so it just kind of went from there, but, um, but yeah, I, I, you know, I thought I was good enough to play at this level and I realized probably after four or five years out of college that I wasn't, um, and I went to the right place and the right level and, and had a great college experience. Were you an athlete growing up? Yeah. So I, I played uh baseball shortstop and pitcher and, uh, messed around a little bit with basketball, but I was more of a baseball football guy. In, in football, I played running back when I was young, and then trans, trans, uh, you know, um, transitioned to quarterback in uh, June, in middle school, in like uh, I guess by seventh grade. Were you good? I mean, obviously you played in college, but when you were playing when you were a kid, were you the best player on the team? What kind of uh, athlete would you describe yourself as as a kid? Yeah, at the time I thought I was really good. Now looking back at it, I was I was fairly average. But um, yeah, I was I was one of the better teams. You know, uh, excuse me, I was one of the better players in, in in the area. You know, one of the better players in the region and that kind of stuff. And um, you know, again had had a had a really good high school career and then went on and had a really good you know college career at the Division two level. Um, you know, I actually was a, was a finalist for the division two Heisman or, you know, I guess, you know, whatever, a uh, regional finalist or whatever it was for the division two Heisman. So I had, had a really good college experience. My head coach, my college head coach is, is kind of a legend. He was, he was at my college, I think as the head coach for like 52 years or something like that. Um, so, um, you know, just was in a, was in a very, very good situation and, and, uh, and had a great college experience. All right, when you go into coaching, you said you went in initially to get your master's degree, and I'm looking here, and it says your first coaching job, and sometimes this is inaccurate on bio, sometimes it doesn't catch it, was at Cutstown where you were a wide receivers coach. Is that right? It was at, yeah, it's pronounced Cutstown, which is I a no idea. school. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I know, I get it, I get it. Uh, was it <laughs> so what was, your, what was your salary when you were at, how do you, how do you pronounce it? Cutstown. So I was Kutztown. at Kutztown. It's a Division II school here in the state of Pennsylvania. Um, I actually coached at tight ends, I think, if I remember correctly. And I made $1,500 for the year. I lived oh in I, I lived in a local guy's basement, or not a basement, kind of a side room uh, named Joe Ludwig. I still talk to Joe. I, I rented a room for, from him. Uh, I filled soda machines up in the morning before before work and school started. The players used to make fun of me. I'd be driving this white van around campus filling soda machines up, and then in the off season, I bartended on Sundays at a local at a local spot. So yeah, I made fifteen hundred dollars for the year. That is amazing. So uh, so was this an idea? And, and, just, that- and just so you know. Uh, Kutztown, there was a guy by the name of John Mobley who was there when I was there who ended up being a, a, a really good player in the NFL for a number of years, a linebacker with the Denver Broncos and, and other places. Just a little piece of information there on Kutztown, which you pronounce as Kutztown. <laughs> I had no idea. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield 
windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service, they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away, and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Yokohama tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their yokohama test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be If I could be you. And you could be me. For just one hour. If you could find a way. To get inside. Each other's mind. Walk a mile in my shoes. Walk a mile in my shoes. Walk Walk a mile mile in my shoes. shoes. We've all felt left out. And for some, that feeling lasts more than a moment. We can change that. Learn how at belongingbeginswithus.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Walk a mile in my shoes. 
And we're live here outside the Perez family home just waiting for the... And there they go, almost on time this morning. Mom is coming out the front door strong with a double-arm kid carry. Looks like Dad has the bags. Daughter is bringing up the rear. Oh, but the diaper bag wasn't closed. Diapers and toys are everywhere. Ooh, but Mom has just nailed the perfect car seat buckle for the toddler. And now the eldest daughter, who looks to be about 9 or 10, has secured herself in the booster seat. Dad zips the bag closed, and they're off. Ah, but looks like Mom doesn't realize her coffee cup is still on the roof of the car. And there it goes. Oh, that's a shame. That mug was a fam favorite. Don't sweat the small stuff. Just nail the big stuff. Like making sure your kids are buckled correctly in the right seat for their age and size. Learn more at NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Adoption of teens from foster care is a topic not enough people know about, and we're here to change that. I'm April Dinwiddie, host of the new podcast, Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Each episode brings you compelling real-life adoption stories told by the families that live them with commentary from experts. Visit adoptuskids.org slash podcast or subscribe to Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Administration for Children and Families and the Ad Council. I, 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 on, so man. when you're when you're at Cootstown, uh, I believe. Uh, hopefully, I'm getting closer there. You're making fifteen hundred dollars. You're driving around filling up soda machines. Like, are you thinking to yourself, someday I'm going to be a head coach? Or what was your game plan at that point in time? Like, how many hours do you think you were working a day? Uh, you know, fifteen hundred dollars for the year is crazy. But I always like to start with how people got their start because I think there's a lot of people out there listening and this is the wins and losses podcast I'm Clay Travis we're talking with Penn State football coach James Franklin who come out of high school uh, or come out of college more likely and they're like oh I'm 22 or 23 I need to be making 50k I gotta have this job I gotta have this car I gotta have this apartment and coaching's not like that what I do for a living in sports media is not like that a lot of these places you have to literally start at the bottom or sometimes even below the bottom yeah, yeah. So, you know, for, for me, I actually at that point still didn't even know I wanted to coach. I just, I got my undergraduate degree in psychology. I thought I was going to get my doctorate in psychology or psychiatry and kind of make a difference in people's lives that way. And uh, did two internships at two psychiatric hospitals, an adult and an adolescent, and realized that's not what I wanted to do. And then as I was coaching, I realized, hey, this is something, you know, that I do really enjoy, and this is something where I can still make a difference in people's lives. And at that level, you know, you're offering, you know, partial scholarships to kids, you know, that maybe wouldn't have gone to college without it, you know. So it was it was very different. But, yeah, I think to your point, I made $1,500 my first year at Kutztown. Then I went and played overseas for, for six months, then went back to East Stroudsburg as a graduate assistant for $5,000 for the year. Then the next year, um, I went to James Madison, got my first big break, and that one I think I made uh, $13,000 for the year. And then I went to Washington State to work for Mike Price right after the Rose Bowl with Ryan Leaf. I was there when he was working out for um, pro day for you know for the NFL, and uh, I made five thousand dollars. So I've been out of college four years and was making five thousand dollars. Then I got my first big break at Idaho State in Pocatello, Idaho, making twenty three three. And Clay, you couldn't tell me nothing. I, I thought I was. <laughs> you thought best. you were loaded at twenty three three, living in Pocatello, Idaho. 
had my own little apartment. My Actually, my special teams coordinator now, Joe Lorig, was my college roommate. We split a room there, and uh, we were living good, man, 23-3 in Pocatello, Idaho. <laughs> and uh, we were living good and, 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 and feeling good. I also see on a resume here, that did you coach in Denmark? Did you coach football in Denmark? Yeah, so, so when I got done at Kutztown, um, for the spring, I went and was the quarterback and offensive coordinator in Roskilde, Denmark, for six months, which was a great experience for me because I, you know, I, I made the decision to do it, hadn't really thought it all through, and got on a plane and flew 13 hours to a country where I didn't know anybody and didn't speak the language. It was one of the more difficult dialects for English-speaking people to learn. Um, I was able to be the offensive coordinator. They had never been very good. Um, you know, my contract ended at the end of the regular season. Uh, we ended up making it to the national championship game, but my contract ran out and I, I had, um, agreed to be a graduate assistant back at East Stroudsburg. So I actually flew back at the end of the season, flew back, went to school for a week, started grad school at East Stroudsburg, flew back 13 hours, flew back that weekend on Friday, played in the national championship game on Saturday, won the national championship on Saturday, then flew back for school uh, on Monday again. So you won a national championship in Denmark? In Denmark, yeah. It was amazing, too, because I remember when I got there, I got to the first meeting, and all the guys, they'd have three Americans on each team, yeah. and everybody else kind of just paid their own way. So you get there, and there's all these guys, and they're smoking cigarettes and drinking beer, <laughs> and... uh you know, it was, it was, and like our uniforms look like NASCAR. There was like advertising all over our uniforms. So it, it was, it was an interesting deal. Had you ever been to Europe before you ended up uh, playing and coaching in Denmark? Yeah. So, so, you know, my, my dad was in the air force and was stationed in Manchester, England, met my mom. They eloped to Ireland. He brought her back to this really romantic city called Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And they started popping out beige babies, me and my sister. Um, <laughs> So, so I've been to England a few times visiting family. So everybody on my mom's side of the family is in is in England. And then my dad got a job uh, in Trenton, New Jersey, working for a General Motors plant, and we moved there. Um, and kind of that's where I was raised, just outside of Philadelphia. So that had to be pretty cool. I'm, I'm, I think I'm not messing up, right? Didn't Penn State play overseas? Didn't you guys play in uh, in? Didn't you guys play in in Ireland? Yeah. So my first game was a total nightmare. Um, we opened the season in Dublin, Ireland against Central Florida. Right. George O'Leary was the head coach. It was perfect at that time because it was George O'Leary versus Bill O'Brien, so two two good Irish boys yeah, right. in Dublin. It didn't turn out that way when Billy left and, and I and I showed up. But um yeah, it was you know, uh, Central Florida had a bye the next week. Uh we didn't, so we flew back Sunday, got back at like four in the morning, had practice that day. Uh, wasn't an ideal situation. Um, our equipment guy had retired like a month before the game, so trying to get all because you got to remember you're going to a country that doesn't have football, so you have to take everything with you. So it was uh, it was it was an interesting trip, but we were able to win that game with a last second field goal, and and um, you know that was when we first got the job. You know after you know pretty challenging time in, in Penn State's history. All right, so this is interesting because you're talking about all the logistics involved in making a travel uh, situation. I know you pretty well, and I remember one of the first times I met you at Vanderbilt, you were going through looking at the photos that had been taken to decide like what the senior photos were going to be that were going to be in a, a pamphlet or something, right, of the players. 
you're very hands-on with a ton of the details that go on at every program. Did you always uh, be that – were you always that way in terms of having your hand in, you know, when you're at Vanderbilt marketing? I know you do it at Penn State now, in fact, and I'll just say it. Like, right after we went up and watched uh, a couple of your games we've been up for, and one of the things you ask is, what was the environment like? What did you think of the experience? A lot of coaches are just football guys. You're not just a football guy. Do you attribute that maybe to coming up through some of these schools that are not, you know, I would say like sort of the name brand schools where you have to work to get attention? Or do you think you would have done that even if you had started off at the Alabamas and the Michigans and the Penn States of the world? That's still just your personality. Well, I think it is my personality. There's no doubt about it. Um, You know, it's funny, you know, I I would – I would describe myself as a micromanager and I, yeah. I would say a lot of times it's funny because what I think drives people crazy is when you say you're not a micromanager and then you show up and the person is, yeah. so I'm yeah. a micromanager, but I don't want to be. So what I mean by that is I'm going to be a micromanager until you show me you can do the job. And then once you do the job, I'm stepping away, but ultimately I'm going to be held responsible. So I'm going to make sure it's done the way we want it done. But I do think your point is a good one is when you're at small schools and you have to wear a lot more hats. Um, and even at a place like Vanderbilt and the SEC where you don't have maybe um, a lot of the infrastructure that maybe the other schools do, you have to do it and you have to do it all. And I think at the end of the day, you know, I'm a big believer that the details matter and the consistency in your message matters. So, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to be all over everything um, until I know someone's going to do things the way, the way you know, we need them to be done. And that's where I'm fortunate to have a guy like Dwight Galt, who's been with me, you know, since since 2000, our strength coach. And, you know, Andy Frank, who runs our recruiting, has been with me my entire head coach career. And Michael Hazel, uh, one of our ops guys, and Kevin Threlko, those guys have been with me ever since their first day at Vanderbilt and all the way all the way to now here at Penn State. So there's value in that. My defensive coordinator has been with me the whole time. So, um, you know, there's, there's tremendous value in that, um, no doubt about it, because those guys know how we operate. What did Maryland mean for you? You talked about making 23-3, living in, I think, Poscatello, Idaho. You keep naming places that I don't even know that I've ever said before. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts. You know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator? had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at o'reilly auto parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto do it yourself and you can find what you need in store or online stop by o'reilly auto parts today or visit them at o'reillyauto.com slash two pros that's o'reillyauto.com slash two pros If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. 
Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Firestone tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their firestone test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be uh, and then you get a gig at Maryland, and you come all the way back across the country. You're back on the East Coast where you'd spent a lot of time growing up. What did getting that job with the Terps do for your career? Well, Maryland was my my first big break. You know, Maryland was my first big break in the profession, big-time football. Um, again, you know, it, it's like a lot of things. You know, I was I was lucky in some ways. So my buddy coached there, and he called me and said, hey, the receivers coach, Craig Johnson, was leaving to go to the Titans, I think, at the time, and um, said, you know, um, I'm going to try to get you involved in this job. Well, I happened to be home. I think it was spring break, and I happened to be home in Philly because they're probably not going to fly a guy in from Pocatello, Idaho. So I talked to the head coach, and he said, hey, why don't you – why don't you drive up and, and spend the day with us? And um, it was able to get the job. Ron Vanderlinden was the head coach at the time. I got my first big break. Uh, went really, you know, went really well. Was excited about it. Well, at the end of that season, I'm driving across um, a bridge from Pennsylvania into New Jersey. My phone rings, and it's one of my players. And he said, "Hey, coach, are you okay?" His name is Jafar Williams, and now coaches at Virginia Tech. He's like, "Are you okay?" And I'm like, "What do you mean am I okay?" He's like, "You guys just got fired." And I'm like, "What?" 
uh, pull over to the side of the road. That's how I found out about it. And then I was fortunate Ralph Friedgen came in uh, and retained me, and we went on a pretty historic run there at Maryland, what, three games, uh, three years. We won 10 games or more, won an ACC championship, played in the BCS Orange Bowl, and, and my, my kind of career prope- propelled from there. So I'm very appreciative of my time at Maryland, and, and Ralph Friedgen had a huge impact on my career. The funny thing is Ron Vanderland, who was the head coach at Maryland, has retired here in State College, Pennsylvania. Oh, wow. His, his yeah, he's speaking at our clinic next week. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. What grows in the forest? Trees? Sure. Know what else grows in the forest? Our imagination, our sense of wonder, and our family bonds grow too. Because when we disconnect from this and connect with this, We reconnect with each other. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Look through your children's eyes to see the true magic of a forest. It's a storybook world for them. You look and see a tree. They see the wrinkled face of a wizard with arms outstretched to the sky. They see treasure and pebbles. They see a windy path that could lead to adventure. And they see you, their fearless guide through this fascinating world. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. What grows in the forest? Trees? Sure. Know what else grows in the forest? Our imagination, our sense of wonder, and our family bonds grow too. Because when we disconnect from this... And connect with this. We reconnect with each other. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. So we're talking to uh, Penn State football coach James Franklin. I'm Clay Travis. This is Wins and Losses. When you're at Maryland and you start recruiting a higher level of player, I think it's probably fair to say. Did your recruiting methods change? And and one thing I'm kind of fascinated by is how do you develop your recruiting pitch, for lack of a better term, right? Like you're basically in the sales business. You have to be able to go out and convince 16, 17, 18-year-olds that you can take them to another level in football, academics, and everything else. Did it come naturally? Did you watch the way other people recruited? How do you become a good recruiter? Well, I think first of all, I, I, I have a very curious personality. I'm very curious about a lot of different things. Um, I'm a sponge in terms of trying to, to gain as much information as I can. So, yeah, it's, it's like you described. I think in any business, what do you do? You get your foot in the door, and then you try to find who are the guys on that staff or within that industry that are really good um, at it. So, you know, I was coaching receivers. You're going to find the best receivers coaches in the country, and you know, you're going to go visit those guys. Jerry Sullivan was one of the top receiver coaches in the country at the time in the NFL. I went and visited him um, in Arizona, the Cardinals. 
um, on my staff, a guy by the name of Mike Loxley, who's now the head coach at Maryland. Uh, he was a great recruiter, so I kind of you know watched him and studied him and other guys. And then you know, and then when you're on the road, same thing. When you when you see a uh, another college coach in a high school and how he's interacting with the high school coaches and how he is with the, with the players, and and you're learning and asking a lot of questions and. I think at the end of the day, all those things are great, but ultimately you better be authentic and you better be true to who you are because um, that's what people want. You know, uh, they want they want people that are comfortable in their own skin and authentic and going to be honest and transparent. So, um, you know, that that's what I tried to do and, and was able to learn a lot in a, in a short period of time. How many hours on an average week do you think you spend either recruiting, preparing for recruiting, watching film? I know it probably varies based on the time of the year. But what percentage of your day-to-day is focused on recruiting as a head football coach at Penn State? I think it's it's probably 50% of my time. So, you know, 50% of my time is, is some form of recruiting. Um, you know, and then you got, you know, the rest of your time is on football. But then both of those situations, you, you kind of get pulled in a bunch of different directions. So, you know, if there's an issue that comes up that you have to deal with, you're getting pulled out. You know, whatever the situation may be that you're having to deal with, um, a player's, uh, you know, a player's girlfriend breaks up with him and he's heartbroken over that, or, or you know, parents are getting divorced, or, or whatever it may be. You know, as a, you know, college is very different than NFL. NFL is football and and 90% football um, scheme and fundamentals and technique and things like that. Where in college you wear you wear a lot more hats. You know, you're a fundraiser. Um, you know, you're a recruiter. You know, you're a schemer. You're a fundamentalist as well. Um, you're doing a lot of different things. You're a mentor. You're a big brother. You're a father figure to these guys. Um, you just you you're wearing a lot more hats than you do at the than you do in the NFL. What's the best recruit tape you ever saw? A player that you saw and you said, oh my God, I've got to get him on the phone. Is there one that you remember seeing and thinking, this guy's unbelievable? Because I know everybody sends you the best tape that they've ever had, right? The, the 20 best plays, whatever it is. Is there one that you remember watching and thinking, oh my God, who is this kid? we got to find him. Well, I think what you're asking me is is a guy that that we actually recruited, you know, because I don't want to get into just some guy that you know when I was in high school or college or or yeah. you know did recruit. But the guy, the guy to me that that we recruited that just still um, was electric, um, you know, obviously was Tavon Austin. You know, when I was early in my career at Maryland, he was from Baltimore. Uh, I was. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts 
people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Redestine tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended and installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their redestine test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be responsible for Baltimore. We recruited the heck out of him. If you haven't watched Tavon's high school highlight tape, you should watch it as well as his college uh, tape at West Virginia, which which was really dynamic. Uh, but, you know, obviously now becoming a head coach, I've been a part of so many, you know, great players. Um, but he's a guy that first jumps into my mind right away because he just was so dynamic. He's an undersized guy, but so quick and explosive. I still talk to Tavon. Um, you know, so it's, it's interesting, but he's a guy that if you haven't watched his high school and college tape before you should watch it, cause it's pretty special. Uh, I remember when you got to Vanderbilt and I think I'm correct in this, you started taking helicopters around to watch multiple, uh, high school football games, if I'm not mistaken. And I love, I've always said, uh, and you know, cause you listened to the show back in the day in Nashville that you and Bruce Pearl had a lot in common. And I always liked, uh, the way that both of you carried yourselves because there's a big showman element to what you do. Do you remember how the idea, I think I'm correct in the, in the helicopter idea, do you remember how the idea came to you and 
does it? I mean, it has to, right? Like you land in a field next to a uh, next to a football stadium. Everybody's looking over, and they may not know who Vanderbilt's football coach is at the time. But suddenly, you started to get a lot of buzz from doing that, right? Well, it serves two purposes. So it started when we were at the University of Maryland, and you're trying to go see two kids on one night. And the problem is, if you if you have two kids in an area and you only go see one recruit, you don't right. see the other you're out because yeah. you've offended that guy. So so say we're we're on going out on a Friday night in the Maryland uh DC DMV area and you got a kid in Baltimore and you got a kid in DC, well that's only like a half hour apart, but when you're trying to go see a first half of one game and then fight traffic and get to it up, you're not going to make it. So that's where it really started. So it does two things. Yeah, you get the efficiency to make make sure you can maximize a half at one game and then be able to go see it the second half at another. That's that's the first reason. And then the second second reason, yeah, there's no doubt about it that there's some sex appeal to it. There's no doubt that makes that kid feel special when here the helicopters coming over the stadium, landing on the field, um, and and everybody in the town and everybody at the school knows you're coming to see him. So it definitely does both of those things um obviously you know those things are probably more important at that time at a place like Vanderbilt when you know no one has ever done that before um and um you know uh we we tried to push the limits there as much as we possibly could um so that we could be a part of some of those battles but it's funny because everybody else in in the in the SEC had private planes and we didn't and I'll never forget <laughs> yeah. I'll never forget being at SEC head coaches meetings and that was you know uh, Saban and that was Les Miles and that was Spurrier at that time and I'm sitting in there as a first time head coach and they're all talking about private planes and how this new AD came in and put this policy that on the private plane there's got to be two pilots you know to make sure you know if something happens with one there's another pilot what a great idea that was and I was like it's funny because because at Vanderbilt we always have two pilots and they're like are you serious I go yeah southwest you know there's always two pilots <laughs> on southwest behind that locked door because uh, we didn't have any of that so the helicopters were really valuable and being right in Nashville you could get them and they land right there on the practice field be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Look through your children's eyes to see the true magic of a forest. It's a storybook world for them. You look and see a tree. They see the wrinkled face of a wizard with arms outstretched to the sky. They see treasure and pebbles. They see a windy path that could lead to adventure. And they see you, their fearless guide through this fascinating world. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. We're talking to James Franklin, Penn State football coaches, wins and losses. I'm Clay Travis. So you mentioned that, uh, and I want to go to it. You get your first head coaching job at Vanderbilt. And I've talked on my radio show and on this program about how when I got the job at Fox, the first big event we had, I remember looking around and being like, holy crap, that's Troy Aikman. That's Jimmy Johnson. That's Terry Bradshaw. You know, all of the luminescent superstars that I had watched do Fox, you know, Joe Buck, all the guys who've been calling the big games for years and years, and suddenly I'm one of them, and it's like a pinch yourself moment. When you walk in as a head coach for the first time and you see Nick Saban, and I think at the time it was Les Miles and, uh, and, and a lot of guys who have had tremendous success that probably you've been watching from afar, what does that feel like to suddenly be in the same room and have the same job and suddenly be competing against them. Steve Spurrier, Steve Spurrier was another yeah. one. You know, like icon- we were talking about iconic and legendary coaches, not just coaches. 
Yeah, the SEC was loaded at that time. Not not that it isn't always, but it was loaded at that time with some some really you know um, like you're saying iconic coaches. So I used to always try to find a way to sit you know right between Les Miles and Steve Spurrier because it was like straight comedy show the whole time. <laughs> and then the other thing is Spurrier was the only one that would mess with Saban, so he would kind of jab and poke at uh, poke at Saban. Uh, during the meeting. So I'm just sitting there kind of as a young ball coach trying to kind of take it all in and figure it out. Um, and everybody, you know, everybody was great. You know, um, I learned a lot. You know, uh, Mike Slive was the commissioner, and I just thought he was magical in that room, how he could manage all those personalities and manage all those egos, and you'd leave the room and everybody was on the same page. And it may not have been in everybody's best interest, but it was in the best interest of the SEC. I just thought he was magical in that room in terms of managing all those personalities. So uh, it, was, it, was, it, was pretty, it was pretty amazing. You get hired by David Williams, uh, who uh, was my law professor at Vanderbilt, an absolutely phenomenal guy. What did he mean to Vanderbilt and to Vanderbilt Athletics, and what did he mean to you? David is like a father figure to me. Was was like a father figure to me. Um, you know, obviously, was someone that took a chance on me. Um, you know, I wasn't a hot, sexy name when when I got offered the Vanderbilt job. Um, and David was great. The first year, um, you know, David David was tough. I'd go to David with things that we wanted to do, and you know, I'd find out what other schools were doing, and we wanted to do it as well. And and you know, um, David would ask me, well, what about this? What about this? What about this? You, you couldn't go with Dave to David with things unless you were really thorough. And you know, after a year, he realized that every time that I went to him with something, it was well thought out, it was detailed, and it was organized. So from that point on, um, it was basically, you're the expert of football, I'm the expert at Vanderbilt, and let's work together to get this thing done. And we were able to get a lot done in a very short period of time. Uh, John Ingram was a big part of that as well. Um, you know, the Ingram family there in Nashville and, and on the board. Um, and we were able to get a lot done in a short period of time. But David was like a father figure for me. He was a mentor professionally. Um, and, um, you know, him and Gail, his wife, um, I, you know, I'm still very close with Gail. I went to the funeral when David passed. Um, you know, so, but I, I still get kind of emotional thinking about it because, because David, David was a giant and David always amazed me because you know, you'd see David and be wearing sweats and, you know, people wouldn't know what to expect. And then David would open his mouth and just blow people away. And he wouldn't say a whole lot, but then when he did, he would just blow people away. People don't realize, you know, he was not only the athletic director, but he was the, the chief legal counsel for the university as well. And, you know, I don't know if there's anybody in the country that could wear those two hats on a college campus. Look, I said before, but he was my taxation of nonprofit entities professor in law school. And that sounds like the most boring topic imaginable, right? Like, you, like you, your eyes probably rolled back in your head. Everybody who's listening right now is like, my God, of all the law classes you could have, the guy was brilliant. And he could play the tax code like it was a piano, like he was, you know, one of the, like he was Elton John or Stevie Wonder, right? Like, it, it opened my eyes so much to how much creativity there can be in oftentimes what seems to be a very dry and uninteresting topic. And a big part of the way he would talk was he had done things at Ohio State and at Vanderbilt, which are 501c3 institutions, nonprofit entities. 
But I just remember being blown away by how good that class was. And then I actually got, the, you know, he would bring me back and occasionally I would speak to his sports law class. And what always amazed me, and I'm sure you you see this too because it, it becomes such an important part of coaching, you have to know something so well in order to instruct someone that you can make it simple. And there are a lot of people who are smart that can't explain complex things in ways that are easily able to be digested, and he could. And, and I think that's always the most impressive thing about intelligence to me is functional intelligence as opposed to just intelligence. Yeah, that, that's the most powerful tool. They're the most successful people that are able to do that, take a complex, challenging subject and make it, like you're saying, make it manageable, make it easily understandable. Uh, and David David was unbelievable with that in, in so many different ways. He really was. And uh, if you've never if you never had the opportunity, David was a huge Motown guy, and he had a Motown presentation that he would do sometimes in different settings. And that was that was unbelievable. Uh, his presentation and his history and his understanding of Motown and the roots of it uh, were phenomenal. So David was great. And then obviously being there, you know, in Nashville and, you know, um, you know, being able to open a lot of different, you know, um, you know, doors in that community for me as well, um, was, was, was powerful. So David's a, David's a, a, a huge mentor in my life. You win back to back nine games, which hadn't been done since before women got the right to vote at Vanderbilt, I think, uh, which is a way of putting it in context. And then you get an opportunity. Uh, I'm sure I know you had opportunities before, but Penn State comes open. How hard was it to move to Penn State uh, and make that decision to leave? Well, I think, obviously, if you just take the the relationship aspect out of it, you take the emotion aspect out of it, then a lot of people, and I don't mean this to, to, to offend anybody, but a lot of people would say it's an easy decision. It was not. Um, I actually had a you know interview uh, with Penn State. I interviewed with the Houston Texans. I interviewed with the University of Texas, and I had in- interviews with the Detroit Lions and the Washington Redskins. Um, and you know, then I get offered the Penn State job, and I struggled. Uh, I-, I struggled with whether to take the job um, because I cared so much about that place. I cared so much about. The players on the team, we had invested so much. We had poured our hearts and soul into that place that it's hard to walk away. And, you know, people were advising me that I needed to do it. But um, I remember, you know, we had a team meeting that I was going to bring the whole team in and I was going to get up in front of them and, and say goodbye. And And I remember being on the phone, you know, with my wife um, and, and, struggling on, on, you know, what to do and not sure if I wanted to do it. So, you know, it's hard. I know a lot of times coaches get criticized for these decisions they make and, you know, the money that's in it. I, I get all those, these, I get all those things, but you know, these are, these are very difficult decisions because I do believe that most coaches are in this for the right reasons. And it's about, it's about the players and it's about education and it's about developing. It's also about winning. I get that too, but uh, I think most guys are in it for the right reasons. Um, and, you know, and obviously the, the opportunities and the finances are a factor too, but it's also about, where can you go where you have the opportunity to be able to win? Because this is a cutthroat business, and if you don't win, um, you're going to be out. So it, it's hard to balance all those feelings and those emotions, but um, it's not as easy as maybe it appears to be. 
Your wife, Fumi, you just mentioned. You didn't say her name, but she's fantastic. Uh, she's very similar in many ways to my wife. Uh, really smart, but also totally unwilling to let you get a pass on anything, i.e. she calls you on your bullshit like my wife calls me on my bullshit, right? Um, why is that important? Like, in general, because when you work as many hours as you do, uh, it can be a challenge. I know you got kids and everything else. What is, you know, a big part of success, I really believe, is the environment that's not just at work, but also is at home. How instrumental is she to allowing you to be as successful as you are? Well, I, I think it's it's two parts. Not, number one, it's someone that's going to ground you. You know, someone that's always yes. going to tell you the truth. It's never going to allow you because to there's a lot of people when you have some success, and this is wins and losses, who will tell you you're great, right? That they yeah. will, they will, they will pump you up, and they're not Laugh necessarily being jokes, honest. Yes, not funny. Laugh at all your yes. jokes. You're not funny. Yeah, all of it. So having someone at home that's going to be your truth teller, someone that's always going to tell you the truth, that ultimately cares about you and 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 make sure that you know every single day this is what you do. It's not it's not who you are. It doesn't define you. So I think that is that is critical. Um, and then I think it's also you you better have someone that's not only smart and strong but also independent because. Um, you know, the reality is there's a lot of nights where I'm not home to tuck the, the girls in bed and, and they don't see me when I go to, when I go to work in the morning. So, so not only someone that's going to be, you know, a foundation for me and someone that grounds me and someone that's going to be my truth teller, but also someone that's strong enough and independent enough to, to be a, to be a single mom. Sometimes I hate to describe it that way, but there's times a year where it is like that, you know? So, um, you know, having that person is I think critical behind the scenes because we all know if you're, if you're healthy and happy at home, then you got a chance to be healthy and happy at work. You mentioned a bunch of NFL interviews there. You coached one year in green Bay. What's the biggest difference between coaching in the NFL and coaching in college? Well, for me, there was things that I really liked about the NFL. There was things that I did. There's things I like about college. There's things that that I that I don't. Um, you know, what, one of the things that I would I'd say is a big difference about the NFL is when when you're off in the NFL, you're off. Like those guys go on vacation, they turn their phones off, they're gone. You know, um, in college, you're never really off. Um, you know, the end of the day, you, they go home, the NFL guys go home to their families, you go home to yours, your phone's not ringing where in college, uh, recruits are calling you, players are calling you with issues that you're trying to mentor and help them through. You're never really off in college. So I think that's the biggest difference, but the other end of it is you don't have the impact. I think it comes back to your why, like it does in any business. Why do you do it? What motivates you? What drives you to get out of bed in the morning and, and try to be the best version of yourself you possibly can? So for me, I, I got into this profession. Um, I love football, but I got in this profession because I wanted to help help young men. I wanted to use the game of football to teach life 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 lessons, championship habits that are going to allow them to be successful in football, yes, but more importantly in life. And the NFL, that's not what it was. It was football and football only, and you weren't having that type of impact on their on their development as people. Um, so I loved it. It was awesome. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts. You know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away, and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Goodyear tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their goodyear test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be I had a great experience. I was in, you know, I was in Green Bay, and 
Um, you know, Brett Favre was our quarterback. We drafted Aaron Rodgers that year. He was a rookie, you know, with us that, that entire year. Donald Driver, who I still talk to, um, it was, was, was my wide out was one of my you know, wide outs was kind of the leader of the room for me, but I had a great experience I Had a great experience. Green Bay is a little bit like a college, you know, feel anyway, uh, but I had a great experience. Does any part of you, let's say you win a national championship or two at Penn State, and you've been close, you've been in the mix, I think I've got, you probably know the data because I know uh, I know Penn State's tweeted it out, but I think it's something like the last five years, the three winningest coaches in college football are Nick Saban, Dabo Sweeney, and you. Uh, so you're in obviously high, uh, high company there for current college football coaches. Does any part of you think at some point I'd like to be a head coach in the NFL? Might be 15 years from now. You know, you coach till you're 70 if you wanted to. Uh, does any part of you think that that would be a challenge you would like to explore? At this point right now, I'm so consumed on Penn State. I'm so consumed on our players here and what we're building. And again, when it goes back to my why and why I do this, yeah, um, I, you know, I, it's I'm totally entrenched in this, but is there an aspect where in the off season, you know, people call or reach out and there's interest and you kind of take a minute and you think about those things. Um, it's hard for me to say, you know, how I'll feel 10 years from now or how, how I'll feel 15 years from now. But right now my focus is completely on Penn state. Um, you know, I have a little personal goal of, you know, being the first African-American coach to win a national championship. Um, you know, so, you know, right now, you know, all of our energy and, and um, focus is on that. You know, so there's not a whole lot of room left for anything else at this point. Do you feel more pressure as a black head coach to try to open the door? And, and, I, and look, I'm a white guy, so I don't understand the experience. But if you talk to black head coaches, you can say, hey, it's not only that I feel like the standard is maybe more difficult. It's that if I fail, the door doesn't stay open as wide for the next guy who might come up. Is that an accurate thought in your mind now you said you want to be the first uh, black head coach to win a, uh, a college football national championship is that partly for kicking the door more open to provide more opportunity to the next James Franklin well yeah I think that's that's all that's that's in all of the back of our minds is you know it's it's critical that that I'm successful it's critical that we're successful because it'll create more opportunities you know, you know if you look at the numbers right now in 132 division one schools there's there's not a whole lot um and you know i i remember sitting back at that super bowl um uh, when it was lovey smith and herm i think it was and i remember everybody saying well this is a pretty special moment i think you have to, sorry you know, to cut you off i think it was lovey smith and and uh, and, uh tony dungy because i think that was the one that paid yep, manning exactly one right. with the colts yeah you're, yeah you're exactly right i misspoke um but i remember everybody kind of sitting back and saying hey this is a historical moment here and this is going to open the doors. I don't know if it necessarily has done that. You look at the NFL, I don't know if that's necessarily done that. But, but obviously when people can sit back and see people um, you know, in that job and in that role, um, you know, I think it helps. So, yeah, I think you know, I, I've always kind of had the mentality that you know, I want to do it not only for Penn State, and I want to do it not only for our players and our assistant coaches and, 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 and for James Franklin, but also for the, for the young guys that are coming up. Hopefully you know, it will create more opportunities. So I do think there's a little bit uh, more pressure um, you know, because you, you feel like you're carrying that extra weight. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. 
We're talking to James Franklin, Penn State football coach. I'm Clay Travis, wins and losses. I, I mentioned that I've been up to Penn State, seen the experience. You guys have created a phenomenal situation there. Uh, the game that I was up for most recently, I think I've only been up for one. My wife has been up for a few. You guys lost late to Ohio State. Uh, when you lose a game that is very close and is is right on the, the, hit, the, the edge of victory or defeat, how long does it take? This is a wins and losses podcast. How long does it take you to get over that loss? And how do you distill something from it? Do you think? You- hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know, O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do it yourself, and you can find what you need in store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Kumo tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer 
installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash sports to see their Kumo test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. You learn more from wins or defeats. Well, I think I think that's a that's a great subject, and we could probably talk about that for a while. That that's an area really the last couple of years that I knew I had to get better because I think as a head coach, um, if you don't get over it, then nobody does. The assistant coaches don't get over it. The players don't get over it, and that's after wins or losses. You got to move on. You got to you got to flush it, and you got to move on. It's poison to get caught up in either 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 one, the praise, you know, or the criticism. Um, and I probably didn't do a good enough job of that in, in my past of how to manage the losses, how to move on from the losses. You know, the reality is. Um, you know, you can learn a lot from them. There's no doubt about it. If you're handled the right way, the problem is, is everybody gets defensive and sensitive after losses. And uh, what you hope you can do is you can grow through wins, and uh, you know, make sure everybody in your organization realizes, okay, we won these games, but these are still things that we have to get corrected, so we can continue this. And I think in a lot of ways, the winning is is harder to handle for college-aged kids. Um, than, than the losses are sometimes. They're, sometimes they're more resilient, um, you know, after the losses. Uh, but the wins, you got to make sure you're staying grounded. So uh, it's hard, though, and that's something I've really focused on in the last couple of years that I can't ask everybody else to move on and attack the next objective um, if I haven't done that. This is a ridiculous comparison, but I'm coaching eight, nine-year-old basketball. We lost a game that we should have won to win the championship, Eight, nine-year-old basketball, James. I couldn't sleep that night. I was going over every play in my head. I didn't even want to confess to my wife that I couldn't sleep because it was eight, nine-year-old basketball. But as the coach, I felt like we had blown it and maybe I sh- we should have won the game, right? We were the more talented team. When you lose a game, uh, are, uh, it has to be the case that it's almost impossible to go to sleep afterwards because the, for a game like that, your, your intensity level has to be so high that it's almost impossible to come back down, right? Yet you have to do it because six days later, the same thing's happening all over again. How do you control your emotions and do it? And, and Sundays are a grind. Sundays are like Sunday, Monday, Tuesday are the you know, heaviest days of our week. So that's a problem because after the big wins, it's hard to get to sleep. And after the losses, uh, it's really challenging. For me, I'm a hit the bed, don't remember getting in the bed. Fall you're out because you're working so many hours. You just hit the bed and you're out. Correct. Like my wife, it, it, it really pisses her off because we'll go in, I'll brush my teeth, she brushes her teeth, she washes her face or jumps in the shower. By the time she gets out, I'm gone. Like yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm out. You know. But then the problem is I'll wake up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom or something like that, like like we do once you get over 45 years old. <laughs> and then my mind starts spinning, and I start thinking about all the things, and then I can't go back to sleep. So then I'll just I'll come into office because just laying there in the bed, 
uh, doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But then it puts you behind, it puts you behind on sleep. And then all of a sudden, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, you know, by the time that next, you know, Thursday night comes, you're, you're, you're pretty wore out. So that's the challenge. How, how can you, because for most coaches and me, I, I can really operate at a pretty high level with five hours of sleep a night. But if I start getting under that um, and those days add up, then, then it, it, it can be challenging. And then obviously you're less effective and you're not as productive and you're not making as good of decisions. So if you're not careful, those things can, those things can spiral. You know, those things can spiral. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. When you self-assess, and I know you just signed a new contract to stay at Penn State for many more years, congratulations on that. How close do you think you are? You've already won a Big Ten championship. How close do you think the program is to taking the proverbial next step, making a playoff, being able to contend for a national championship? Well, we're close. You know, obviously, we, we've been we've been very close. I mean, you look at us; we played in three, you know, we played in three New Year's Six bowl games in the last four years. You know, uh, we've been ranked as high as number two in the country. Um, you know, so we're close. You know, the our conference, um, you know, the Big Ten East, a little bit like the SEC West. You got Ohio State, Michigan, Michigan State, and Penn State all on the same side of the conference. Um, so it's it's challenging, and it and it is a battle. There's no doubt about it. So um, you know it's hard to get into the top 25. It's hard to go from the top 25 into the top 15. And I would make the argument it's even more challenging to get into that top four because the top four to five programs in the country, the drop off to the to the top 10 is significant, probably much more significant than anywhere else. So, uh, you know, th- those things are really, really important that you keep battling and scratching and clawing uh, for all those little, uh, all those little margins of error that you're trying to close the gap. I only have a couple more questions for you. When you sit back and think about your career so far, what loss, what, what win are you most proud of and what loss sticks with you the most? So I, I'm not a favorites guy, and that's with anything. That's with games. That's with food. That's with music. So it's hard for me to say, like, who's my favorite player. It's hard for me to say what's my favorite win um, or toughest loss. That That's hard to say. Um, the one thing I would probably say, and not necessarily because of the game, but, but something else, but we beat Ohio State at our place a few years back, um, you know, blocked a field goal, ran it back for a touchdown, you know, played really well, um, and won that. It was a whiteout. If you have, if you've never been to a Penn State whiteout game, you need to do that. It's, it's tremendous. But what made it special for me is, the young man who blocked the field goal and the other guy who picked it, the ball up and ran in it for a touchdown, his, their, his dad took those two gloves, had them autograph it, had a picture of it, and put all that in a frame for me and gave it to me. So that's, that's awesome. one of my prized prize possessions because it's so personal. Last question for you. How do you balance being a good dad, being a good husband, and also being incredibly successful? Because there's a lot of people out there listening, regardless of what they do for a living, they struggle with that. What have you found that works for you? I, again, I think it goes back to that micromanaging deal where I think you got to be honest and you got to be transparent. So for me to sit here and tell you right now that I have balance in my life, I do not. Um, I struggle every single day. I have, I have um, football coach guilt 
I have guilt about it, about the time that I spend with my wife, the time that I spend with my daughters. Um, for me to sit here and say I have balance, I don't. You know, so I struggle with that every single day, trying to be the best dad I possibly can be, be the best husband I possibly could be, be the best football coach I possibly can be. Um, and the reality, there's times where I'm able to pour uh, everything into the dad role or the husband role and the coach role, but it's not balanced. Um, you know, and I just try to do the best I possibly can every single day. But I think being upfront and honest about that helps. I think the other thing that helps is being the head coach. Um, I've created an environment here where my wife and kids, as well as as well as the other coaches and their kids, um, they come into the office all the time. So, you know, the other day, my daughter Shola was in here in the office with me for nine hours. They had a day off. She spent the entire day with me. Um, she's running around the office, kind of seeing all her uncles and down in this in the nutrition bar making smoothies for the players and things like that. You know, so that that's how we do it. And it you know probably isn't um, you know probably isn't ideal, but it's how we maximize it the best we possibly can. Outstanding stuff. I know you're a busy man. Appreciate the time. It's James Franklin, Penn State football coach. This has been wins and losses with Clay Travis. Thanks, my man. Thank you very much. Have a good one, buddy. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.